Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Scott, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Colossians chapter 2. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him, who is the head of every ruler and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision, by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him, when he forgave all your trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with legal demands. He set this aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, not let anyone condemn you in matters of food and drink or observing festivals, new moons, or Sabbaths. These are only a shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Do not let anyone disqualify you, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels, dwelling on visions, puffed up without cause by a human way of thinking, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body nourished and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows with the growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the universe, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. All these regulations refer to things that perish with use. They are simply human commands and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom and in promoting self-imposed piety, humility, and severe treatment of the body. But they are of no value in checking self-indulgence. Here ends the reading. As a background, Paul wrote this letter to the Colossians when these new Christians were being challenged by the Jewish religious scholars and another religious sect that questioned the oneness of a universal God. Paul was warning them to not be fooled by being taken in by philosophy or assertions that Christ was not the complete answer to discovering a total picture of what a relationship with a universal God should look like. This group was telling them they needed to rely on multiple gods 
instead of merely relying on one God. And instead of the Jewish faith that required following rigorous laws and detailed procedures for how to conduct their life, the Colossians were striving to adapt to this single complete faith being preached by Paul and other Christian leaders. Paul was stating that by coming to believe that Jesus was truly the Son of God and that through his suffering, death, and resurrection, everyone who accepted him as their Savior was reconciled to God. Christ's sacrifice was and is the redemption for all our sins. Paul wanted to assure them that as followers of Christ, they were accepted by God as his adopted children with all the benefits of that adoption, including life everlasting in heaven with God, regardless of their station in life. Written by Paul from his prison cell in Rome, this letter is an example of his great concern for those who were being pressured from several groups of non-believers that were challenging the newfound peace and joy of Christians. Paul also wanted to assure the Colossians of Jesus' authority and Jesus' special relationship with God, his Father. Paul further reminds them of his belief that Jesus was born into the world to be a living example of how God desired every person to live their life. The groups who were challenging the Colossians and their faith in Christ were dissatisfied with what they considered the crude simplicity of Christianity available to even the common man. Instead of a salvation based on earning this reward or having multiple gods to please, Jesus offered a single path to salvation, which is for every man, you and me, however simple and wise we may be, regardless of our past or our sinfulness. As Paul warned the Colossians, do not let anyone disqualify you by leading you astray or causing you to take your focus off of serving Christ. And as Christ has called us to do, loving others as you love yourself. God had his only son Jesus become incarnate and live in the world to provide a living example of what he intended all of us to become. Jesus also came to live here on earth to answer a common question of who God really was. God was stating, if you want to see what God is like, look at Jesus. As I mentioned in an earlier podcast, today, in these current and unsettled and stressful times, if you find yourself asking, what should I do, or how should I react to a certain situation, pause for a moment and ask simply, what would Jesus do? Ponder the answer that comes to you. I believe this is how you will find guidance and what the next step should be for you. In times like this, I find great comfort in the counsel from Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In other words, don't overthink a situation. 
Let go of trying to control everything, especially outcomes. As a classic country song says, let Jesus take the wheel. And finally, also remember this truth. God is always with you, supporting you, guiding you, and he will carry you through any situation that comes your way. All you have to do is ask for his help. God's grace knows no limits, and thanks be to God for that. Amen. Please join me together as we recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord.